0: News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messia Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change that our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 50 of the Luke Messia Show. We have a great conversation uh, for y'all today. This is, I guess we're two episodes away from a year doing this podcast. So thank you so much to all those of you who have been supporting everything we are doing. Um, Guys, today I've got a conversation with Tracy Bradford and Bunny Pounds, two women who love the Lord and care about the direction of our nation. And so they have started an organization called Christians Engaged. And you can find out more about them at christiansengaged.com. Org, and so we'll put a link to that in uh, on on my website where we post this, and we'll have links in the show and all that stuff. But that being said, uh, this is an organization that has been created to uh, take believers who are unengaged in the political process and give them an easy on ramp to engage. It's also um, being used to take people who care about certain political issues already and tell them, on top of committing to be knocking the basics out when it comes to your civic engagement? How do you get engaged with other organizations that are heavily involved within the area that you care about, be it abortion or human trafficking or something like that? Very simple. Go to christiansengaged.org and take the pledge. Now, the pledge is going to require a couple commitments. You're going to have to commit to voting in every election, which is why I had to take a pause because I missed like a Uh, What was it? It was like a local bond election a year and a half ago. So I felt bad about taking this pledge, but I have pledged, which means I can't ever miss a local bond election. Again, you have to commit to pray once a week for like five minutes, okay? Really easy. In fact, Christians Engage, when you sign up, you can opt into a text alert, and every single Monday at 5.55 p.m., they will text you and remind you to pray for your nation, for your elected officials, and for various different things. I'm going into way too many details because you're going to hear all of this and far more in a 45-minute conversation with the two founders of this organization. You're going to find out what motivates them. You're going to find out why they're doing this, the types of doors that are open, and how you can help them with their organization. That's either through getting on their website or introducing them to leaders and pastors in your community. So take some time, listen to this conversation. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Thank you so much. I am joined today by Bunny Pounds and Tracy Bradford, two friends of mine who have been a, a longtime conservative Christian activist in the Lone Star State, and who have started a new venture, and I've asked them to come on and discuss this organization with us Christians Engaged. Bunny, Bunny is the president, Tracy is the vice president, and they are here to tell us about this organization. So, Bunny, why don't you kind of kick us off with just a little bit of your background leading you up to this, but then also Give us um, what you feel like the Lord's called you to do with this organization. Well,
1: Luke, thank you for having us here. We are really blessed. I've been a huge fan of this podcast since the beginning. I've listened to almost every episode. (laughs) I appreciate that. Probably one of the few people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I always say every time I run into somebody, they go, I listen to your podcast. I go, you and my mom. You and my mom. (laughs) My two listeners. There we go. There.
1: So uh, Yeah, I started out as an activist. Went back to school when I was 32. Hmm. Um, Actually graduated from Dallas Baptist University with a bachelor in political science and landed my first political job after starting a couple companies with my husband. Um, I, my first job with in, was working for Congressman Jeb Hensarling as his campaign manager. God just opened a miraculous store there, and for 10 years I served him as his campaign manager and fundraiser, um, raised more money than any member of Congress in Texas consistently for over a decade, and then launched my own political consulting firm to help um, our conservative um, you know, Christian uh, elected officials to help them fund them um, around North Texas, and then uh, ran for Congress when my boss retired. I couldn't find a candidate, and sometimes God leaves you into crazy adventures, Mm -hmm. and was blessed to uh, make it through an eight-person primary, was endorsed, uh, the only person in the United States endorsed by Vice President Mike Pence Mm -hmm. in the primary season, and I was the only woman on the Republican runoff ballot and uh, slightly lost to a sitting state rep and who mm-hmm. I'm now supporting for Congress. And it's been a fun adventure. And mm-hmm. now I just uh, manage one campaign and, and we're launching this yes. around the state. So so
0: tell us in, in a couple sentences, what is Christians Engaged?
1: Christians Engaged, we are uh, here to motivate, educate, empower and awaken ordinary believers to do three things. Three things that we think is crucial for our culture and our nation in this hour. Number one, to pray for America. It sounds so, you know, we wonder about prayer, you know, where that makes a difference. But everything begins and ends with prayer. So we're here to motivate you and help you pray for your nation, pray for your state, and pray for your elected officials. Our second point is to vote in every election. We don't understand the power we have as believers Mm -hmm. to actually show up at the polls. Mm -hmm to be educated that your city election is important, the constitutional amendment ele- elections are important, your primary elections are important. Um, every election needs us as Christians showing up at the polls. And then our third point is to engage in some form of political activism for the furtherance of our nation. Hmm. We are the on-ramp for believers that are sitting on the, in the pews, wondering how they can get involved. Um, we know everybody, I think, in the state of Texas and we can be the connectors to those people that are feeling an awakening, that are feeling something going on, but they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing.
0: I was, uh, we just finished a really contentious uh, mayoral battle in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Our liberal mayor got reelected by, you know, I don't know, point something percent of the vote, less than 1%. And Greg Brockhaus was kind of the conservative alternative on the other side. He's been on this podcast and uh, I remember talking to a couple people of faith in San Antonio who said if you know, the three largest churches in San Antonio basically got their members out They could select the mayor every single time. You know, just that idea that in these lower turnout elections, Mm -hmm. and in that election, you literally just needed like a couple thousand more Christians to vote. You didn't need all the members of these churches to actually get out. It's shocking.
1: I mean, there's a blog on our website I wrote about our city, my city in Garland, you know, 240,000 people Mm -hmm. in the last mayoral election with opponents was a three way race with, you know, 5,000 votes Mm -hmm. complete. You know, 1.2% of the population actually voted. Mm-hmm. So those 130 churches in the city of Garland could have easily, take, easily taken an election. Um, they could put up their pastor and, and yep. won that election. A reality. So
0: Tracy, why don't you give us just a little bit of your background and then also why why Christians engaged? What 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 makes you feel called to, in, uh, I guess, engage is a is <laughs> overly used term, but in, in this particular venture?
2: Um, really I can sum up my background as mom mm-hmm. <laughs> wife and um, activist okay. uh, I I have been a homeschool mom and, and God just in the midst of that uh, decided to open a door for me to get involved with Eagle Forum yep and um, the reason I, I chose that direction was Eagle Forum was Engaged in all areas; it wasn't Mm -hmm. just one particular issue. Mm -hmm. And I tend to be passionate about everything, Mm -hmm. so I thought this was a good fit. Yep. Um, And then the reason, really, now for uh, transitioning to Christians Engaged, through the last ten years of being more involved in activism, it seems like we just keep running into people who either um, are afraid to get Mm -hmm. involved. Um, They may be very passionate. Um, uh, there's quite a few who I even saw a blog this last week where I was like, wait, you're you're missing the point where they don't think that politics and and being a Christian should be connected in any way. Mm -hmm. Or they'll say, well, you know, being a Republican is not going to get you to heaven. Well, no, that's not what we're saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you do have an opportunity to steward this country Mm -hmm. and steward your state, your city. So why not be involved so that you aren't put in a place to fight to gain some freedoms back you already had? Um, I think being able to, uh, switch gears a little bit, I, I'm, I'm really excited for where Texas Eagle forum is going to go with new leadership. Um, but there was just something here about focusing people on some very basic, um, steps. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm excited because it's, it's very straightforward. If you take the pledge, we're not, you know, going to be hounding you every week, but we are going to send you what we will send you prayer points every week Mm -hmm. and it's just, Hey, Pray five minutes, mm-hmm. then you know vote. So far, those are two pretty simple, straightforward things. Mm-hmm. And the third, and I do have such a heart for this, is is get engaged. Just somewhere you if you're pro-life, if you're, um, you want to know more about fiscal issues and get involved there, and that can be as simple as maybe making phone calls to all the way getting involved in an organization, and you never know where you may end up. You may end up running for Congress.
0: You never mm-hmm. know. If
1: you start one place, it, you never know where it's going to end yep. up.
0: No, we've, we've all seen that mm-hmm. in, this, mm-hmm. uh, in this world. So you have, you have uh, some Christians that are just not engaged in the cultural battle mm-hmm. and the fight, right? And then you have some that might, you know, uh, this is kind of how I grew up, right? We watched the State of the Unions every year listened to Rush Limbaugh uh, on our way to soccer practice and, you know, went out and did prayer chains. I mean, that's kind of my, my childhood. You had a
1: wonderful childhood. Yeah. yeah, And a lot
0: of spankings. And, um, (laughs) and so it was basically those three things and being spanked in between the events. And so, uh, which is good. I mean, healthy mom, I love you. And so, um, but, but so, so you have kind of those people that are, they're somewhat engaged and then you have people who are just kind of disengaged. So, um, I know you probably have a heart for both and I'm going to ask you this and then I ask Bunny. Do you feel like Christians Engaged is concentrated on one of those groups more than another? And and then, yeah, so why don't you answer that one?
2: I do think we're really wanting to get outside the current circle that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, breakout, new blood. Mm-hmm. Um, encourage people to realize mm-hmm. they every person has a circle of influence.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so when you work whether it's church or uh, activism, you tend to see the same faces, and they may be lovely, wonderful faces. Yep. But wouldn't it be great to see new faces, yep. and uh, every age, every background, every culture, you know, that we can pull them in to see the benefit of voting your values, your biblical foundation, your your values, and taking that message to where you have a heart. He's created all of us, I believe, to have. Um, a heart or a passion to do something on this planet, to change it somehow. And I, I we would welcome anybody, um, but I really think our hearts right now are to go find those people mm-hmm. who just, they just don't know where to start yep. or maybe even know they're supposed to start.
0: Yep. That's yep. a
1: good question, Luke. We want to find all of the, both those groups., yep. because the ones that are hooked on to talk radio might yep. not actually be active in their community. Yes, They might not be uh, connecting to the pro-life movement where they can help as a donor or a, or a volunteer, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So you know we ask people our first step is we ask them to take the pledge. Mm-hmm. Taking the pledge means you're, you're saying, I will pray for five minutes a week for my nation. Mondays at five fifty-five, and they can sign up to do that with us or not with us. Yep, um, they're signing up to uh, vote in every election, taking a pledge before the Lord that I have a responsibility to till my garden, to take care of this earth that God's put us on, to not just wait for Jesus to come back, mm-hmm. which He is coming back. Come, <laughs> Lord Jesus, mm-hmm. come quickly. But in the meantime, we're here to take care of our garden.
3: Wait. Okay. Jesus, come back. I was ready. I was ready. Okay. Um, But we have a
1: responsibility. We can't just wait for that moment. We have to take care of things, and you know, (laughs) take care of things until he comes. So you know, they're pledging before the Lord to vote in every election, and then to engage their heart somewhere. Now that is a key word, heart. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a
1: key word, because we have to engage our heart, and what happens when we engage our heart somewhere our actions our money Mm -hmm. our life starts moving in the direction Mm -hmm. of our heart because where the bible says where your treasure is there's your heart Mm -hmm. right so and i want
0: to i want to stop with uh, so we've mentioned this pledge a couple times so just for anybody who's still you know who's listening to this conversation i'm assuming i know they can go meet y'all at different events that you're doing around you know texas but where can they go just to take the pledge right now They, they can wanna... go to
1: christiansengaged.org okay. and take the pledge it's on almost every page got it and every blog um, take the pledge um, and that gets you started with us yep and then uh, a week within a week of your taking the pledge you will get another follow-up email with making sure you're registered to vote mm-hmm. making sure that we have a sur- another survey to connect you to the things that are in your heart. Mm. Um, and lots of other material and information, events we're going to be doing um, all throughout the month of January and February and March in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of stuff, but we want to be that connection point for people. So that could be the person that knows nothing yep. or the person that's, you know, screams at Fox News and yep. wonders what they can do. Because what we really believe, Luke, is that believers are the ones, we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. We are the ones that have discernment and should have wisdom and knowledge concerning the things that are going on. Mm. So we feel a natural burden towards things. Mm. Uh, When we see something that is not right, we wanna fix it. There's something in us that wants to fix it. That's the Holy Spirit.
3: Mm.
1: And so we, we sometimes take that burden and we turn it into fear. We let the enemy turn it into anger, frustration, apathy every i can't do anything i can't i'm there's nothing that i can do for the situation instead of taking that burden and turning it into prayers and intercession which is what it was designed to do because we're supposed to partner with jesus um prayer and intercession and action Mm. because as we know in the book of james faith without works is dead yes right so any time we have an awakening, our heart is alive to something. It requires us to ha- take action, and in that, we find our purpose in our life. And that's what I believe Christians um, are waiting for in the state of Texas and in America.
0: So, what are some? Give me kind of the tactical, practical steps that are being taken by Christians engaged to reach these people. So, what are what are some of the things that y'all are doing to actually get to the to the to the disengaged? believers. You start and I'll go.
2: Um, well, we are having some informational meetings. Um, we've already got four, I believe, set up in January. Um, that would just be where we lay out kind of what we're doing here, yep. these these three points. Um, the other thing I think that's really great is when you do sign up, you, know, you will get the prayer prompt, but you also will be reminded of voting dates. Mm-hmm. We will let you know. And then connecting about the issues. We're also going to do a conference call like so that people could get mm-hmm. on if they can't make it to a meeting. But one of the fun things I think we're doing is we're looking for places to go meet the people, the Christian mm-hmm. guys, girls, and gals, wherever they are, instead of just trying to aim for the pastor, mm-hmm. because you know a pastor has to guard his stage, he yep. has to guard his platform, yep. and so I think it's understandable. It's been a little harder to get in through that yep. arena for for us. I think as a movement, yep. and um, now we just were like, why not go to the Christian festivals? Now, why not go? Where was the Frontier Days and have mm-hmm. a booth that says Christians Engaged, and they end up praying with some. Um, people and they accepted Christ. Mm. So uh, there's, I think, endless opportunities to go out into the public and engage where they are, where mm-hmm. people are. Um, also word of mouth. I mean, we want to encourage our friends and family to, to pass it on. Um, I think the prayer, we want to do prayer meetings or, or even the conference calls. One of my favorite things I did with Eagle Forum was having these prayer calls. Mm. And so you can pull with technology, mm-hmm. you can pull people in from all over the state and we would pray with um, candidates, mm-hmm. um, legislators, or just be praying for them and their families. Yep. And so that's, that's a, a few of the ideas we've got going. So We're organizing
1: by congressional districts and we're raising up politically active Christians to partner with people that are sitting in the pews that are being awakened, right? And wanna do something. The good mm-hmm. thing about millennials they get dissed a lot,
0: mm-hmm. but the good
1: thing about them is they want to do something. Mm-hmm. They want to be on mission, right? So everything we're doing is very active. So what that looks like in Congressional District Three, kind of where we are uh, in Collin County, we've got a group of five volunteers already kind of deputized to go organize and to uh, you know go to the Plano Bloom Festival, go to the the little pumpkin festival, mm-hmm. go to the Christmas festival, set up a Christians Engaged. Uh, Booths start talking to Christians in the public arena, and start connecting them to the pledge, connecting them and networking with them, and go, hey, hey, how can we help your mm-hmm. church? How can we help your community? Well, we've out of that, we're already getting invitations into churches. I'm doing mm-hmm. one in Corpus Christi on Wednesday. We've got one in Wharton, Texas. We've got a Frisco conference already set up. We've got one in Rowlett set up. Mm-hmm. I mean, God's just opening doors. So, you know, for a pastor or a leader of a church to invite us in, they're getting a Christian, nonpartisan, nonprofit, educational uh, you know, organization mm-hmm. that can talk to their people in a very safe way about the issues of our day and how Christians should engage in that. Without coming off as partisan or, or promoting candidates or, or parties, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have an incredible program where we have an inspirational speaker for 20 minutes. And that could be me or Tracy or Congressman Michael Cloud, who's mm-hmm. on, on our advisory board, um, or Bibi, uh, Senator Cruz's cousin, or mm-hmm. lots of different people on our board. Um, but then we just talk about, you know, a couple issues and how the Bible relates to that issue. And then we connect people in a um, panel with prayer voting engagement. We put some of our leaders on a stage so people see themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Whether they're a woman or African-American or Latino or a millennial, they see themselves on stage and they go, okay, I'm not exempt mm-hmm. from this right. process. And then we ask them to take the pledge and to join with us. And we kind of lead people in um, as fast as they want to go. If they want to, like, actively volunteer with us from the first moment, great. If they want to just see what we're doing for a while, great. Um, if they want to connect to another organization or another movement, great. Mm-hmm. Whatever there is in their heart to do, whatever God is speaking to them about, yeah. we want to help facilitate that.
0: I know y'all, you know, it, it, the organization is within its infancy, right? So this might be a good question for, like, six months or a year from now. But I'm, I'm curious as to... Is there one issue primarily or what is the most popular issue that you think or reason that Christians give for not being engaged? is, is what in particular do you think is keeping people from taking that next step is, is it because um, I, I, I think getting people to pledge and saying I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna vote I'm gonna, it's, it's kind of yes right? is there a particular thing that you think is causing hesitancy or preventing that what are what are some of the things you hear when you're out engaging time, with people mm-hmm.
1: We never have enough time we we feel undereducated we mm-hmm. feel like we don't want to make a mistake
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, right and what the beauty of our system is is that we don't just aren't just registering people to vote we're not just asking them to take a pledge we're then now a part of their life yep. through texts and emails to start educating them, continue to motivate them, and push them out to vote. And so that's, that's the power of our kind of full program, if you can say, um, that pastors can feel safe, that we're going to be talking to them about biblical issues, mm-hmm. like the life issue. Um, we want to compel people to go work with um, in human trafficking issues. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to connect the dots between national security issues and what the Bible might say, or debt issues, with the, which the Bible has a lot to say about, about debt. debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a church a while back in Wichita Falls, and I told the congregation, you know, the Bible ha- says, here's just three simple scriptures about debt. Um, by the way, we have this many trillion dollars in, in yep. national debt, and your city has $161 million in debt, and yep. you should have seen their mouths just drop, yep. right? So we sometimes, as believers, we always connect the life issue to our beliefs, but we sometimes don't connect some of these other issues, mm. which I believe the Bible speaks very clear about.
0: Yep. So Tracy, I know that, um, uh, and I don't want to say Bunny is not a prayer person, but prayer is something that you're known for, right? And uh, and I don't say that. I mean, I'm, what I mean by that is that I know you know even Republicans and conservatives that will say, hey. Uh, if you've got a prayer request into Tracy, right, and that's part of your testimony, so that's a real mm-hmm. powerful thing to be known for. Um, I love, uh, you know, Revelation says that the um, accuser who's going to accuse us um, actually rightly, right? So he's not going to be making up accusations. You're going to get accused before God by the accuser, and that he's going to be silenced by two things: the blood of the Lamb, which we kind Lord. of understand, and then the words of your testimony, right? And so, yeah, one of my one of my uh, verses of the year. And um, and I think there's a whole lot of truth that people need to understand that the words of their testimony mm-hmm. are actually going to also help silence the accuser. Right. Uh, as a as a coupling of the, the blood of the lamb. So within prayer, I'm interested. Uh, have you ever read The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence? OK, mm-hmm. so uh, and, and I love that. book. I literally recommended it last night to to somebody. Um, I like have, you know, they're little books. Mm-hmm. Luke's a little book fan. OK, like if you write a book that is small. I'm much more likely to consume that book. Yes. And uh, and I'm also much more likely to buy them and then give them uh-huh. to other people, right? But that was a... I mean, Brother Lawrence had a, had a relatively simplistic view of the omnipresence of God, that he's always here, and that he also tells us to pray without ceasing. So why can I not lay those things before um, the Lord? So, so I was wondering how your... Because you have... When I say a passion of prayer, I mean, I think believers should always engage and fall more and more in love with how easy our access is to prayer. So talk about that aspect within the pledge, and then also with these prayer tips and things y'all are doing, uh, how are you thinking through them, and and how are you seeing that be fruitful within believers' activity?
2: I love that question. Um, You know, prayer to me, um, I didn't even know. Like, to me, you just did it. And I had somebody call me out. I was in BSF. And a lady came up to me and she said, we want you to lead prayer for the circle, the group, because you have such a heart for prayer. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that just to me was the natural action you take. But over time, starting to realize that prayer isn't just speaking, prayer is listening, prayer is waiting. And um, I think one of the things I'm excited about here is, to remind people, I, th- I think sometimes we can become fearful. We can become very overwhelmed. Um, I know sometimes I can become angry or bitter towards even the people that are, you know, our elected officials. But we're also called to pray for them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, well, not sometimes. As we submit these things to prayer, our heart softens. Um, I believe he he will download strategy mm. into our heart, wisdom. And I just imagine what would it look like. If a body of believers would rest with him, Mm -hmm. listen from him, and have our hearts soften towards his principles. Mm -hmm. And I think encouraging people, just start with five minutes. Because, you know, okay, to me, five minutes is like, yeah, but Mm -hmm. but also, (laughs) you know can we do it every day mm-hmm. or what, you know, and of course you would, you know, we're not telling yes. people just but, you know, pray yeah. for five minutes and that's yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. Then you're done, God the done for the week. <laughs> well, and, and you, you know, the more you do, mm-hmm. the more you want to. Yep. And the more your heart is drawn to that. And so I'm really excited to me about that part and just scripture, uh, you know, you ask about that. Um, I believe we're suffering from a famine of the word. But then a flood of words. When you said about the small books, mm-hmm. I think we will, we will grasp, hey, I'm a homeschool mom. Yeah. We could build a fort, yep. a castle out of all the books we have in yep. our home. Yep. But I've really been convicted lately to, what if you just had the Bible? You could teach your kids, mm-hmm. and they would be well-equipped. But we start to try to pull in all these other things, I think, to, to answer that burden in our heart,
3: mm-hmm.
2: which there's nothing wrong with reading a book or, or, but when we we use that to stuff into that hole, then we're missing the opportunity. Mm -hmm. So that's, I'm I'm excited to to bring reminders and the fact we're going to have different people um, sharing through blogging and and I think sharing the nuggets of wisdom they have. Mm -hmm. And we hope to push that out to people because sometimes somebody can say something and you've heard it over and over. The fact you brought that verse up. Mm-hmm. that is one of my all time favorite verses because yep. the power of the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony, Yep, you know, he put those two things together. Yep. Wow. I don't know about you guys, but that's no, he heavy. <laughs> and I think
0: he did that for us, you know, I mean, we really do because he, he knew that we as believers uh, could understand the blood of the lamb concept and then kind of go back to it throughout our life. But yes. that, where we'd be prone to the lies and discouragement would be our own walk. Yes. And, you know, so he inserts it in to basically be like, your testimony is part of my work, right? Mm-hmm. So yes, I did that work, but guess what? If you are down on yourself, you need to understand that like that's actually the testimony that's going to also be used at that point in time in which you have those. Actions. It's just, it, to me, that's at least... I think other people take away different things from that verse, but when I read that verse, that's what God used it in my life for, and then what it's what He's used in other places. I thought. Um I
1: love the next verse where it says, "And you know, love their love life, love not to life, shrink yeah, to death, death. <laughs> love their life, even unto death." Yes, yes. <laughs> Which we want to help people uh, walk through this world, well, yes. knowing how to su- be suffering and yes. perse- being persecuted. Yes. Well, well, well I,
0: I thought about talking, you know, about Christian persecution in the United you know, States, and I always really struggle with that, right? Because I do believe there's legitimate oppression. I mean, what I mean by that is we have a culture that is oppressive against people of sincere faith. And what I mean by sincere faith is it means, you know, you can say you believe this, but if you practice it, right. if you actually apply that in your actions, you will be discouraged. You will be oppressed. You will be, you know, chastised. We do want you out of the public square. Or mm-hmm. We do want you not serving within public offices. and We do want you discouraged from getting any government contracts simply for applying your faith to mm-hmm. your life, right? So that's yeah. True, um, and at the same time, we all know that there's actual, legitimate persecution happening with the church yes. um, all around, right?
1: Yeah, I never compare myself to, cop, to uh, Coptic Christians in no. Egypt. you no, know? No. I mean, you don't ever want to do that. But.
2: Yeah. but you know what's interesting? Um, there was a group from China that that uh, did you ever have you ever read Heavenly Man? I think no. I, is it? It's an a gut wrencher.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I think. Either I read it or, like, my mom read it to us growing Your up. Your
2: mom, and I, yeah, we probably yeah, read yeah, yeah. it because pro-
0: it was probably were like one of the ones we read over lunch. Yes. You know, Except, Laura Ingalls oh Wilder and then Heavenly Man. <laughs> oh, okay, yes. this and is then, <laughs> yeah, really this scary. This
2: is really scary. You, you and my mom
0: can hang out sometimes. Yeah,
2: you're repeating exactly our. There you my go. kids would be going, Yes, we know yes, this well. Yeah,
0: and they were spanked a lot too. So. And, yes,
2: well, yes, they were. There you go. Um, but you know what's really interesting to me was. Um, they were in china they're in china in these underground churches yep. praying for us
3: mm-hmm.
2: mm. because of the apathy and because mm-hmm. of the they see what's coming and they their hearts are breaking for us mm. because we are not catching on mm. we're not realizing all we have in front of us available and now it's it's becoming in some regards too late mm. Um, We know it's never too late with God, but that struck me powerfully Mm. that here these people have to hide and hide a piece of a scripture. And I have eight Bibles upstairs. Um, And that's I think that's when that whole conviction of the word Mm. um, between that and just getting frustrated. It's like, how is a liberal? That side always has all the words. They know what to say. And God just put on my heart one day. You have the word. We have Mm. the
1: word. Cindy Asmussen, who's on our board, is with the Southern that's Baptist, just a, yes. wrote an amazing article that's on our blog okay. about the, um, you know, supremacy of the Bible mm-hmm. um, and why we can trust it. And, and really everything we're doing goes back to connection with God. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't connect with God, we're not going to have anything to give our nation. Mm-hmm. Um, if we aren't, you know, spending time and in intimacy with Jesus, then we have nothing to give, Right. So, the power of, of believers is that when, when we walk into a room, we should change the atmosphere by just actually being there because we're carrying in the Holy Spirit with us. Um, but that comes out of a, a relationship. Um, prayer at its essence is just talking with God, just knowing God, um, connecting with Him. Um, after my congressional race, I will tell you, I was an absolute mess. An absolute mess. And I had to spend hours upon hours of weeks upon weeks in a prayer room here in Dallas um, just to feel again. You know, when you've gone through the battle and Mm -hmm. you feel so scarred and wounded, you have to, you know, press into God even more. And what we're calling the church to do uh, outside of just a five minute prayer for America is to become a praying church. Um, We want to walk beside pastors and leaders and help them create an outline for um, an annual service that they do to pray for America, to Mm -hmm. pray for their elected officials. I was in this powerful meeting uh, in Wharton County with a church down there, um, Pastor Miles Sweeney, who's invited us in again, but he does an annual prayer meeting for their church they started 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and they invite the sheriff's department and Mm -hmm. the DA's office, and the congressmen and the state reps and the ISD leaders. Mm-hmm. And this started 10 years ago in infancy. Now everybody in town comes to this prayer meeting mm-hmm. and they worship and they do a half of a song and then they say, now we're gonna pray for the district attorney's office. And they come, the leaders come up and they all pray for mm-hmm. them. And, and people are engaged in it, they love it. Uh, an hour and a half prayer meeting mm-hmm. where, that you didn't wanna leave. Yeah. Right. And uh, prayed for the congressman cloud and prayed for his staff. It was just an amazing uh, thing. And there's churches doing those kind of things around Texas, but we need to do it more. Um, I I pretty much say if a church is not praying, if you don't have a regular prayer meeting, or if you're not praying, you're probably not completely fulfilling what you need to be fulfilling right now. Yep. We can't live uh, without prayer and we can't be a prayerless church. Mm -hmm. Otherwise we have no power because that's where our power comes from is connecting with God.
0: I think there's a lot of power within getting believers to pray for their nation and their officials amongst other believers because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's in a circle and so many in the church today. And I I think this is an accurate statement that so many in the church today are hesitant about engaging in the government and the political process it's not it's not the first inclination of people within the church and so if we get people within the church to pray life and the gospel and the power within the government, within the political process, political system. It just continues to give people a little bit of, um, you know, you talk about on-ramp. Even that, in a sense, is yes. starts, starts the on-ramp to people going, okay, I feel a little bit better about engaging in the because process. Because they're
1: connecting their hearts, you know. That's the power of prayer. You connect. If I'm praying for Tracy right now, my heart is instantly being connected to her, um, you know. And I feel like I need to do something. I want to serve her. I want to help her. I care about her because I've now taken the burdens of my heart and thrown it up into a prayer and connected with God in agreement with Jesus. Uh, really got His heart now for my friend Tracy. That's how it happens. It's a you know a giving, a throwing up of prayers and a receiving, of of really His heart towards people.
0: So we've talked about that kind of established platform of, of what Christians Engage is doing. Uh, one of the things you touched on that I think is important to kind of bring into this because it's the very, some of the very practical aspects. So if you're a Christian and you go and you sign a pledge and you go, you're going to tell that person whether they're in registered or not. And if they're not registered, they'll be able to then take steps to register. Is yes, that correct? Yes,
1: we're going to send them everything that they need to register. Yep. Um, we're at, when we go into a church, we're registering people. We have deputy registrars at each church that we go to. Um, so we're helping change addresses. We're helping to make sure that that is facilitated. That's step number one.
0: Yeah. And I know that's, I mean, because I, we've talked a lot about the work that the Lord and the Holy Spirit and all these thing, you know, people mm-hmm. and, and uh, our yeah. Lord do. And then going down to those little practical steps, you know, somebody yep. comes in, they physically sign up and they go, I'm going to take a pledge. And there's an element, if you're a believer, you go, gosh, I'm taking this pledge mm-hmm. before God. Well, now I'm not sure I'm ready to take the pledge, to be honest, because there's like a, a school bond vote i missed like a year ago Luke. i was bad i don't even remember I'm, I'm i'm coming out publicly i'm putting it out there so when you were like you got a pledge before god That's every election you like, didn't get our text to remind you <laughs> oh i knew that was why I'm, I'm like the most guilty of all i'm like driving home i'm like oh gosh did i not do that i'm in traffic no so um so i'm gonna have to really think through whether i'm ready to take that pledge or not and uh i don't want to be you know i gotta be before god but uh, so you take that pledge, you're praying weekly, y'all are sending prayer tips. If you're not registered, you're going to get them registered, mm-hmm. right? Which is a huge step because so many people, honestly, the fact that they're not registered is the reason they're not engaged, right? Because if you're just registered, now it's as easy as go vote. Oh, well, that's that takes me 10 minutes uh, on my way to work, I'm going to walk in, I'm going to vote. And it's going to be ten not or fifteen. But even when in you're process.
1: registered, you only get a little card in the mail. I mean, Correct. it doesn't remind you to Correct. to go. Correct.
0: Correct. And that's why y'all will not only register unregistered people, registered people, and then unregistered people that become registered are now going to get reminded. Early voting's going on. Election day. Last day to vote early. Whatever. Right. All of those different methods to say. Go. And Just we're going to be something.
1: training people. You know, believers struggle because they they're trying to figure out. You know, which candidates do I? Yep. You know, we're going to give them good. Uh, we're partnering with the I Voter Guide. Give them good information mm-hmm. um, on. You know. You know what? Who supports biblical values the mm-hmm. most? We're also going to help them. You know, discern. You know, sometimes we have to pick between the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. I hate to use that term. Yep. But sometimes it is, and you have to figure out, okay, well, why is this person now an 80% in my head and this one's a 40% in my head? Mm -hmm. You have to, sometimes, you always have to pick imperfect people because every person that's running for anything is imperfect.
0: So yesterday I was um, listening to... uh A sermon by Ravi Zacharias, um, and he he had a quote which he uses a lot, and I just love always remembering it. And it's probably a good thing to remember when we're talking about the people we're voting for. He said, God did not come to make bad people good. He came to make dead people live. And, you know, there's a big difference in those things. And we often uh, kind of operate and live and exist within this, like, good and bad people mm-hmm. world. And um, it's not yeah. actually, that's those are not the clear lines of delineation um, within within these areas. And so then the other component, the last component, which we haven't talked about as much, is, is the fact that you're going to say, look, if you want to pray and you want to go vote in every election, this will make you the top 2%... Probably the top 1% Amazing. of engaged believers politically. These two things, right? Pray right. once a week for five minutes and go vote in every election. And now you're basically the superheroes of the Christians in the political process. Now, if you want to go be the superhero of the superheroes, I guess it's like Superman yep. or one of those guys, could you know, beat them all, then... You just have to engage in some way. So at that point, y'all are trying to identify particular issues they care about. They might right. care about human trafficking more than other issues. They might care about life more than other issues. They might be really concerned about the debt and the issues that that's going to have on their kids. So you're going to say, look, here are the different issues that are biblically based within their concerns that, you know, shape your faith. And so now here's some different ways, if, the, if that's really what you really care about then here's ways to engage on that issue. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. I, I'm not. So those are the three things that they're able to get access to. Prayer. Not only are you committing to pray, we're going to send you prayers that you can pray to make. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to. You can lead a horse to water and stick his head in the water. All you have to do is you know, it take might a little be sip just a and reminder, you're done.
1: You might get our our uh, text at 555 on a Monday oh. and not be able to pray until right. 8 o'clock. Yep. But you at least you have it in your text yep. stream to remind you.
0: And then make sure you're registered, get you to vote. And then, guys, if you want to take that third step, be there's Superman. other things we can do. <laughs> we, can, we can give you these outlets to engage in. Yes. And now you're connected, and now you're flourishing within that passion you have, and we're continuing to funnel people that and way. And
1: part of what we've seen is people are not being mentored in discipleship, discipled even in political activism. Yeah. You know, I, I've gone around our state this year recruiting candidates, and one thing I've, I've been talking to people about is when was the last time you had a young person at your kitchen table and you showed them what you do? Mm-hmm. You taught them what you do. Uh, you've been doing it for 30 years, but... You know, how, how much have you duplicated that mm-hmm. or multiplied that? And the answer usually is not so well, mm-hmm. right? So we want to train our Christians-engaged leaders in each congressional district to be that gathering people, those people of community that can pull those young people in and go, you know, let me not just talk about what I'm doing. Let me show you what I'm doing. Here's what we get to do. We get to go talk to people. And when we're out in the public uh, access spaces, we're at a festival – uh, we ask people, are you a Christian? If you're not, we get to share the gospel with them. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of what mm-hmm. we're doing. Um, we're taking political activism going, go share the gospel. Remind, reminder that the gospel is really what produces life. And if they are a Christian, then we just say, w- you have a responsibility to your culture to be salt and light in this nation. Um, we want to help you facilitate that call on your life by taking this pledge to pray, vote, and engage. And I'm telling you, people connect to it very quickly because Mm -hmm. it's simple and they feel that burden in their heart already
0: so you mentioned a little bit going to some of these churches as well i know that's not the only path but it's one of the paths so Mm -hmm. if a pastor reaches out y'all will come engage with their church in some way and if if a believer wants to take Christians Engaged, they can go to their pastor and say, hey, I want this organization to come into our church, and I don't know whether that's a Sunday service, a Wednesday service, a Tuesday service, a whatever service, where we give people an opportunity to come and get fully presented all of this information and then have an opportunity to take this pledge and engage. So those are all opportunities, and people can go to christiansengaged.org, fill that out, get going.
1: Yep. Yep. they can see our launch video. Um, We have a pastor's recommendation video on our YouTube already. Um, We're, you know, gathering quotes from... We've been in ministry for a long time. Mm -hmm. We've been doing politics, but we've also been doing ministry. Um, And so we have a lot of people that will highly recommend us if you need that list. Um, But I believe that, you know, pastors are feeling awakening too. And Mm -hmm. they're looking for something that they can bring in to their church to awaken people on these issues, um, without feeling, you know, like they're going to alienate people. Mm-hmm. And that's what we provide.
0: What is, what's a kind of wrapping this up. What's a, uh, final takeaway bunny that you would have for anybody listening who is a believer or not a believer? What's, what's your message to them?
1: Um, my message is that America's worth saving. Um, this, this nation is an amazing nation that has given us so many freedoms and liberties and joy and the pursuit of happiness. And it's our responsibility as American Christians to take responsibility for what's going on in this generation. Uh, I believe we have been born for such a time as this. And instead of you know, being frustrated that we weren't born as a founding father, right? To get out there and go, you know what? I'm going to take on the warfare in my own heart, and my own family. I'm going to turn off Netflix right now, and I'm going to do something profitable, like open the scriptures or go to a meeting or go talk to Christians or go save an unborn baby by standing in front of an abortion clinic. Um, do something with your life. And that is, um, that's my final message is do something with your life and help us save America because if we pray, vote, and engage, we can change America.
0: Tracy?
2: I think um, the scripture where it talks about in Acts where you're put in just the right time in history. Mm-hmm. He, he's placed us. If you think about what you talked about earlier, good and bad,
3: mm-hmm.
2: life and death, um, what an awesome honor as a believer to get to share the truth to get to be entrusted to carry those values or those principles or his, well, it's his truth, um, to a culture. And and the thing to remember and and the reason why this is important and the reason why we would even be doing this is his his word is truth and it is power and it is what will make the transformation. Hmm. And so to have the opportunity to encourage people in that way, I I don't think there's anything better I could be doing with my time. Hmm.
1: And Jesus saves. He's the resurrection and the life. You have to have him. If you don't know him, you have to get to know him. He is the most amazing person, the God-man, that you can have a relationship with, and he is coming back.
0: Mm. Well, on that note, I'm so grateful for y'all being willing to sit down. For anybody, you can go to christiansengaged.org, take the pledge. I just have to make sure I'm going to vote in all the bond elections before I do. And then I'll go sign up. (laughs) I am registered, so we're good to go there. And, uh, you know, I pray sometimes. So uh, I'm so grateful for both of you coming. Thank you you for your time. Thank
1: you. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for watching this video through in its entirety. If you're somebody who's been following on with the conversations and the commentary that we've been producing here, we're going to ask you to do a couple quick things. Go to com. You can give us your email and sign up. We will email you new com- uh, content commentary, conversations as we produce it. Also, you can, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, you can like our page, follow our page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. This will just continue to ensure that when we produce content, it gets to you uh, more easily. Thank you so much for continuing to support the conversations we're producing. God bless you. God bless Texas.